Steve, are you typing your suicide note? <laughs> no, I need, I'm just trying to send the report in for that movie. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it's a very short note. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were kind of typing very furiously, and I was just thinking, like... I think I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a yeah. hard typer. Yeah. I think I kind of hit it hard. I, I've been accused of that. I had some office mates one time say that they didn't think anyone else typed as hard as I do. <laughs> John goes hard. Are you going to use emojis? <laughs> My suicide note. <laughs> the last one would be that. <laughs> the X is for eyes. Yeah. Emoji. How's it going? Is it? Is it? It's good. I'm just trying to send this real quick. No, no. We, we can actually start recording. I was about to say, folks that are listening don't really know that we're ready to go. Steve is typing up a report. This is a little inside baseball talk. He's typing up a report for a film that you guys just saw. A screening. Yeah, Ronald and I just saw a screening for La La Land. La La. Which, yeah. Which I think our next episode is a good catch-up on recent films episode, yeah, yeah. so we'll get a chance. So I guess but, I'll censor myself. But you can give us some broad strokes. How did, um, how did you like La La Land while we're waiting on Steve to finish typing? What I what I really thought was a very flowery suicide <laughs> note, but apparently it's something professional. I mean, Gosling, always great, very funny. Um, Turning out to be one of my favorite guys yeah. in a comedy, specifically. Yeah, his... I, I don't know, man. It's like he's been hiding this the whole time. Well, I think between the big short and the uh, the nice guys, mm, yeah. I really saw, like, I finally clicked into a groove with Gosling. Before that, I was sort of like, eh, I guess I see the the fascination, but I didn't quite understand why he was so beloved. But now I totally get it. Yeah, he's he's great in this. Um, he's versatile. He, he's a little muted in this movie versus any, any of the other things he's done, but he's still... He's really good at the subtle stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like he does a lot of like really goofy stuff in this movie, but the Steve's just typing what you're saying. Yeah, into the report. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. What do you call it? What is it? A uh... oh, the stenographer. Stenographer. Clickety clackety clackety. And then uh, stenographer, and they just read it back. Uh, and he did not like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I ever thought seen was... one of those crazy stenographer keyboards or? Like typewriters where it's, no. it doesn't have... Is it like shorthand? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a shorthand typewriter. Wild. I've never seen that, but I've always wondered what they well, look like. Well, if you like. look, yeah. they've got like a yeah, small I, little... Yeah, I've seen it yeah. from like that facing yeah. view, but like yeah. I've never actually like... I, I don't know if they still use one. those, but that's what they used to have was like a, a shorthand typing yeah. machine. My mom knew shorthand when I was growing up, and she would always show me something and be like, look, you know what that says? <laughs> that says, I will love you forever. But I, yeah. I but like, I couldn't you tell you a single a bit of shorthand. <laughs> when we were younger, in. there was like a thing you had to learn. That well, particularly if you a... were working in an administrative sort of yeah. sense, because I think my mom did for many years. I specifically remember taking a class where we learned shorthand, mm-hmm. like for, for uh, something. I, I just remember a lot of typing. And, and I remember shorthand. I just read a lot of Prince album and song titles and uh, learned how to abbreviate. A lot of shorthand. <laughs> yeah. This is a. I, I, I guess we should talk about everything that's been going on with. The... I have a feeling we'll get a chance to in this episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, what are people listening to right now? Movie show. We haven't movie. gone into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how much of what just happened will be in the opening of this episode, but I like a nice soft opening. Oh, that yeah. sounds so bad. I like a nice. Uh, <laughs> I like a slow descent into the episode. Oh yeah. Um, but this is episode one hundred and seventy-five cool. of the Movie Movie Podcast. Yeah. And it's the second one in a while not to have the seemingly maybe to our listeners familiar Thundergrunt tag at the beginning yeah you may notice or maybe you won't notice i don't know if it will affect people who subscribe to the show sure. at all but we're no longer on the Thundergrunt uh, podcast network because the Thundergrunt podcast network 
is no longer. It's defunct. Yes. We were on a network for a little bit. No, it was we, kind of fun having some brethren that you would see yeah. uh, sharing the links and, and stuff like that. Yeah, for a while. And really sistren, cool. I suppose. Although I didn't see any sisters sharing yeah, their links. Just, just a few brothers. And so, I don't yeah. mean black people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's a bunch of black people. <laughs> yeah, there's some black men that shared our things. <laughs> but there's at least one. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. But um <laughs> should always be at least one. <laughs> I, I think nowadays, Absolutely. if you're moving forward and you don't have at least Absolutely. one black person co-signing what you're doing, you might be getting into some dangerous And based waters. on their talent, not just because yeah. you're just right. no, affirmative no, no. action no, no. hiring. We don't believe in that. Random black we don't believe it. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but yes, so Thundergrunt, no more. Yeah, end of an era. End of an era. But we're actually going to try, well, I don't know, we're thinking about some things. We might, we might, you might be seeing some different things happening that we haven't tried before. Because now that we're, we're on our own again, mm -hmm. and we're actually trying to keep all the, all the archives served up to you people for free, as we always have, yeah, we might try to find some ways to, to uh, snake a dollar or two out of you in the yeah. near future. So be sure to listen up. These Start saving. Yeah, these intros and outros might, might suddenly become more important to listen yeah, yeah. to. Because there might be like bonus episodes. We're, we're going to get into it. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But and then for also, now, we, we are just, we're just, we're, we're just a self, we're just a rogue podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing our thing. Yeah. Working independently. Yes. Also, um, just to keep the communication going between the listener and us, uh, we're developing a newsletter, a weekly newsletter, where we'll just kind of communicate goings on mm -hmm. with the podcast. You can find a link on the Facebook uh, page, uh, and we, we're going to put up some other ways to get to it. Probably put it on the main site as well, but um, sign up. Uh, you'll get a email or two, and also don't uh, add a movieshmovie at gmail dot com as an email address that you can. It's not spam, yes. So you can. Accept, oh, that's right. Add it to yeah, your address. Add book. it to your address book, so you don't. Good that's, call. Yeah, I was thinking about that because <laughs> it's gonna end up in junk if you don't. So who made that good call? Who's got those velvety tones at the other end of the table? Oh, I am. I am Ronald. That is Ronald. Uh huh. And you are? I'm Steve. Well, that must make me John. God, we're so good at this. We yeah. are so good. I'm looking at the timer here. 13 minutes into recording. <laughs> yeah. we, have, right. we have completed uh -huh. the... We've said the name of the show. We've said our names. <coughs> we've said what number episode this is, but we haven't said what this episode is. So if we say that, then we will be like, suddenly we're here in a, in a podcast. Mm -hmm. We're not just fucking around. We're podcasting. <laughs> um, this is our annual Schmanksgiving episode. When we talk about things that we are thankful for uh, in the last year, they don't have to be movie related, but they can be. But I've gotten to where I really look forward to this episode uh, because it's kind of a nice, it's a nice break and it's a nice blast of positive energy. Yeah. This is our fourth time, I think, to do a, a Schmanksgiving so. episode. Yeah. Wow. Um, I know last time it was Schmanksgiving 3, the Schmanka Wankins. <laughs> and I was wondering, <laughs> this time is it Schmanksgiving 4, Schmank America Great Again or Make America Schmank Again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those is better? I like the second, second one. one. You like the second one? Yeah. You like that better than Schmank America? Yeah. Great again? Okay, so this is Schmanksgiving 4, <laughs> Make America Schmank Again. <laughs> Don't know what that's a reference to. <laughs> that probably will come up. Right, right. We're, we're running in the other direction right now from our greatest fears. Oh, so yeah. I hope that people listening might actually take a little bit of refuge in this. Absolutely. This little ball of positive energy. Yeah. A lot's happened since we've last recorded. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, 
So I think that... By which you mean, of course, that we've all seen The Arrival. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Arrival is one but of... I haven't. Oh, you haven't. <laughs> so even you that's not true. That. You haven't <laughs> no, seen man. The Arrival? I just got back from vacation. I haven't seen anything. Well, in the last two weeks. Oh. Yeah, dude. So tell them where you went, Steve. I went to Disney World and Universal Studios. Again. Which one did you prefer? For my family. Disney's like the magic. Like, there, there, there's yeah. something like emotional about it. Like, uh, yeah. But Universal, I just. Better rides. It's a different kind of better magic. Like, it's yeah. like the movie magic of the rides, I think. Yeah. So much better. Did you? I saw that you got on E.T. Always. Man. You were on Entertainment Tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't been released yet. I haven't really been able to talk about it, but. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> that ride still holds up to me, man. You know what? It does, and it's very special to me as well, but. I worry about that ride. Like, I feel like it's got a safe place there, but I feel like everything else is being updated and that ride is not. Like, it is they've not. done, like, very little to it. But um, I just really wish they would do something to, like, I don't know. I don't even know what that solution means or looks like. Yeah. But, like, it would just, it, it would, it, it would make me feel comfortable that, like, money was invested and it's yeah. got some more legs. Like, a lot of the characters. On the ride, or like the same Especially ones. Especially toward the end. The same ones, like, yeah, yeah. when you get to E.T.'s uh, home planet, like all the E.T. characters yeah. and family. Um, Just look very weird. Very weird. S missing or fingers. Old, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. Some of them have missing yeah, limbs. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, well, that's a shame. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I mean. Just like, they did do an update on it like a couple years ago. Like, I think, I don't know what it was that they updated, but it was closed for a little while. But, um, yeah, I don't know, but... Universal, they both have a magic that is yeah. really exciting. Um, I think the Disney World, especially Magic Kingdom, it, it basically exists everywhere that you are inside the park. Where I feel like Universal, it's it's still that, but when you get on the rides and feel it, I feel like it really kind of hits there. Yeah. It, that's what, and they're a little more adult, yeah. obviously. The Simpsons ride always feels like it's gonna like the whole thing's gonna break down, which bothers me. That shaking. Yeah, that this is like it's too much for me. Yeah, like as I was, going it's a cool up, ride. I like that it's ride a, great a lot. Ride, yeah, I liked it better when it was Back to the Future though. Yeah, and then they had the Avatar World opening in 2017, which no one cares about. It's so no. weird. I bet it will be. I don't understand it. I somehow bet it will be successful, just like I bet those movies will be successful. But it's so weird that Avatar is is like the most successful thing ever that no one gives a shit about. Nobody, oh, gives dude, a shit. totally. Do you know what I mean? Like, I cannot understand it. Like, remember that article I sent around to you guys? Yes. It was like a, a year ago or something. I it was like, believe that, man. who knows? Who who remembers Avatar? There's no memorabilia. There's like that, nothing. Yeah, that, that's what the article is about. Like, there's nothing. There's no nothing. remnants of. No. I wonder and, if any of those people that experienced that like depression at having to leave Pandora. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. That there were people that saw the movie and like were sad that it wasn't a real thing because it was to so go immersive. Here. I wonder if those people are still feeling that way or if even they yeah. have been like, oh yeah, I guess for a year there I wished I lived in a fantasy land but I don't think about don't, it much I don't anymore. I'm, that, ve I'm very curious. It's going to be an animal kingdom. That's really? where the park is and it's supposed That's to open cool. this summer. But let's get thankful. Can I start it off? It actually has to do with Steve. Oh yeah. What's that? Steve, I'm very thankful for Steve relaxing my standards for video quality. <laughs> video resolutions. <laughs> Come down into the trash with me, Ronald. It doesn't spell that Cause, bad. Because I do, I do have some like Atlanta. I, I Atlanta looks like a painting sometimes. Yeah, and I was like, I have the. Uh, I realized the 1080k. That, yeah, to, blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah. I realized that when people are out. <laughs> when people are out and trying to use my server, mm -hmm. it just t it it chugs along, 
if you don't have something that can play it. Mm-hmm, so I was yeah. like, you know what? Let me try to get something and watch it. So I watch it. I was like, all right, I'm going to put it on my server, see what it looks like on right. my TV. Right. So I didn't tell Erin that I was just playing like a regular one. And she's like, this looks good. Yeah. I was like, That's funny. Hmm. All right. Then I showed her something. She could tell. To, yeah. She could tell. Uh, oh, seven twenty. When you say regular, are you, what are you talking about? Okay, so it's still, it's still like. It's to like seven twenty is. I, I can't go below seven twenty for the television. It's like. Four, or I'm like, I'm not watching something. It's real. like four eighty basically. I feel but, like it's blotchy. But it's it's. It depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. So like, See, it's weird. I'm the geezer here, and I'm the one who's the, become spoiled by HD because I know a lot of people my age who are like, I can't even see the difference. But I'm like, no, man, difference. there's a difference, and it's so beautiful when it's nice and crisp and it's HD. But so I, I, yeah. it depends on the, who's encoding it. So Steve is helping me <laughs> relax my stairs. Uh, for the record, I don't know what Ronald's talking about. <laughs> Let's just assume that everything Ronald's talking about, he's talking about ripping it from a legally Absolutely. owned source. Absolutely. Yeah, but a not, a physical, not, a, not physical a physical copy. Not a physical copy. <laughs> just grabbing it out of the cloud. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, the, I've been finding some of the uh, the iTunes. So you rips. bought this really high quality <laughs> thing, really high quality and you're thing. like, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm gonna re-encode it. Yes, re-encode make it a little it. trashier, <laughs> yeah. and I'm good with this. Yeah, um, See, I, I like your style. Every once in a while, I'll do it. Man. <laughs> And I never thought I'd ever do it. And I was like, fucking Steve, shaking my fist. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Steve helping me. Because we've helped each other in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. In that way, but yeah. Well, happy to help. <laughs> I can't believe I, I, I never thought I'd ever say that. My first choice for something that I was thankful for in 2016 is uh, an archaic physical object. That is a book. By an author named Laird Barron. That's L A I R D B A R R O N. He writes in this kind of pulpy style that actually has a very literate side to it. Very strange horror stories. He's he's from Alaska, and I think he ran the Iditarod a few times and has worked as a fisherman and just done all these kind of uh, you know rough physical things uh, in his young life that I, I think really feed into his fiction. His his characters have this hard-boiled aspect to them as as awful things happen around them. They seem like they're sort of equipped to handle it, but usually, as is the case with most horror protagonists, they're not really equipped to handle what's going to happen to them. And his latest book is uh, uh, called Swift to Chase, and it is a collection of short stories wow. that... Start off like short stories, but as you read them, you start rec- recognizing character names, and you realize it's this cross-generational web of weird stories and horror. It's really like a stealth novel that pretends it's 12 short stories. Oh, wow. And the main reason I want to recommend this book to people, Laird Barron, Swift to Chase, is because I want someone else to read it just so I can talk to them, and, and we can figure out what the fuck happened in this book. Because <laughs> it's really weird. John needs help. It's really creepy, and it's like it's a brand new collection. It just came out in this fall, So, um, and I've been looking forward to it because I had read his previous works most of them right. and really liked them but i i like i loved the connections and there would be this light bulb that would go on like halfway above my head when i would recognize a character name but the way he writes is just sort of poetic and weird enough and he ends the stories at like odd moments so that it's never quite clear what the hell's going on or how they all link up but i can tell they link up and i i suspect that it's brilliant so if anyone out there has read or wants to read <laughs> laird baron swift to chase you can probably find me on social media i need to talk to somebody else who's read this fucking book <laughs> Swift so to I chase. I like that name. It's, it's like one a... of the. It's one of those books where though it's so new, and you, you've ever done that where it's like you want to turn to the internet, and you're like, "There's yeah. not going to be any information yeah. on right, this yet." Right. You know, no one's going to have sorted through this yet. So, 
Laird Barron, Swift to Chase. His other works are really good. His last collection was called The Beautiful Thing That Awaits Us All, and I think it was it was as good as this. But this one, I really liked that way that at the creeping realization as I was reading it that the stories were connected, you know. Right, right. So. Cool. Uh, I think my first thing I'm going to be thankful for this year is um, it's a general the idea of just horror on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- what kind of got me on thinking about it was like thinking about Stranger Things because um, I was going to pick Stranger Things because I absolutely love that show and like I'm actually in my third viewing of it right now um, just for the hell of it. Um, but then I was thinking about it and there actually are like a lot of really good horror. Uh, series going on right now whether they're like limited anthology things or ongoing series I haven't really watched The Exorcist but I've heard really good things about it but um, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Channel Zero it's like a sci-fi series I have a couple episodes <clears throat> it's based on this like creepy pasta stuff that I don't I'm not familiar with all of it but I've been trying to read more about it mm-hmm. but um you know, and like shows like that and uh, you know American Horror Story not that I love that show but just that like it almost it seems like TV is becoming like a safe playground to have some, whether it's on network or streaming, mm-hmm. that there's like these horror things that are coming on more and more, and mm-hmm. like people are watching them and like reacting to them. And um, <clears throat> I don't know, it just seems like, I listened to a podcast the other day and they were talking with someone about like, um, I think it may have had to do with like Ryan Turk um, was on the podcast and he was like talking about how he had written this piece about TV being like the safe place to remake horror or TV being the safe place just to remake anything really Mm -hmm. because like you had an opportunity to kind of do what worked and then go with it past it you know blow it up exactly like like a great if a if a book or something was adapted into a two-hour movie that everyone loves right that might even be better as an eight or ten hour miniseries exactly and I thought about it a little more and like I think about like the Scream series on MTV Mm. which I've actually grown to really like and like Scream being one of my favorite all-time movies, I was super against the series and then like warmed up to it immediately when I realized that they were like actually doing good stuff like bringing in horror directors to make these episodes oh, wow. and like I think Ty West did some episodes on that series. Like mm-hmm. it's really weird like what's going on with like horror on these television shows. And um I don't know, it's just kind of a cool thing because while I don't know that I feel like this year has been like an amazing year for horror in the theater. I mean, like I have really liked some horror films this year. It's really like some of the stuff on TV that I find myself being a little more excited or just looking forward to what else they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like I know this, this, this uh, the, the channel zero, I, I would recommend you guys checking out. It's going to be like, I think a six or seven part series that, um, sci-fi is doing. And like this season, it just ended and they've already put a teaser out for next season. Um, which has the guy who like always plays the scary dude. He was in The Invitation. He was in uh, John Carroll Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in like the next season of this series. Wasn't he in? Um... He was in one of the seasons of American Horror Story. Oh, Zodiac. Wasn't he in? Zodiac? Yeah, Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. So he's like in the second season of this um, Channel Zero thing. But I don't know. Stranger Things is like it's not straight up horror, but it's got horror elements to it, and mm. you know. I don't know. It just like kind of made me excited about the fu- the idea that like it's a kind of like a safe place to go now, e- even though I haven't watched like the uh, the it's Ash like vs Evil Dead stuff. There's a mainstreaming of horror. Yeah, there really and is. It's like I I don't particularly like American Horror Story, but yeah. whenever I've watched it, I've been sort of amazed at what they're able to get on television. Yeah, 
and the extent to which it's gruesome and rough. And I'm like, this is like a show that, like, I know, I know sort of soccer moms that watch that show. Do you know what I mean? Right, and exactly. And they're like excited for the new season. And or even like, if you talk about The Walking Dead, whatever well, you see, feel and, about and, that show, right. same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Same right. thing. Very much the same thing. Where it's like you, you, you think people are involved in the human drama because there's all these prestige television shows now. But then you watch an episode of The Walking Dead and like... <clears throat> You know, part of the fun, if you watch that show and you suffer through the, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, minute upon minute of, like, turgid character development uh, or lack thereof, you, you do occasionally get, like, a cool jaw getting knocked off a zombie or a right. face peeling off or a zombie who's mushy or something. And you just go, okay, that is gross and that is, like, super hardcore gore. And it's on this sup- this huge hit that people are watching Oh yeah, the Insane. way they watched Sopranos or Mad Men, but... You know, times three or four yeah. in terms of the audience. So yeah, I, I think that what you're talking about that I've found fascinating is as a lifelong fan of horror and kind of feeling like I was in the shadows appreciating horror. Um, uh, it's weird to see this sort of this. It's mainstream enough that there are not just one but several, you know, recurring television shows that have taking horror as far as it can go on television as their kind of main. Goal. Yeah, like uh, I'm just looking through like my Hannibal, list of what which I we watched. all love. Yeah, Hannibal was like, oh, Hannibal, was like truly horrific and truly scary on like an existential level. And then you have something like American uh, Horror, Horror Story, Story, which is sort of like a blender of references and so forth. Mm. But it's still, I don't know, it is very interesting to me. And and I think at this point, you know, the fact that you would hear Netflix or HBO or one of these channels developing like a horror property that would have been unthinkable before, but right. now it would sound yeah. pretty pretty much par for the course yeah i mean and i'm just looking over my list of like things that i watch but like shows like wayward pines bates motel there's a canadian series called slasher that's on the shutter network which is like a streaming horror site you watch the exorcist no no i was saying earlier i've I've been told i should that it's really good please do i I need to watch it but that's an example like it's just like a remake of like what are you doing remaking or even touching that yeah like i'm not the biggest fan of the exorcist but i can appreciate the people that do love it saying Mm -hmm. that but it kind of seems like it's a safer place to just kind of see what happens with it on TV. Yeah. So it's cool. Like I, I just like I'm looking forward to the idea that there will be more horror things because of more of a serialized thing to be able to come to weekly, you know, for a month or two months, however long the series are, every year, and not just have to be, you know, 90 minutes in the theater and hoping that that like one horror movie that comes out this month might be good. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool that there's kind of hitting from angle. I know Amazon's developing a, a series. I forget the name of it, but um. I don't know. So, yeah, horror, the presence of horror in television series, whether it's on network or streaming channels, is is very encouraging, and I'm, I'm excited cool. about that. All right. So what's the next thing you're thankful for, Ronald? It's it's a, related to shows. Uh, I have consumed a massive amount of British shows, mm-hmm. and I think that I'm very thankful for British shows. And I, And the reason being is, like, Short form, very, uh, they, they just explore things that uh, for some reason Americans just don't want to explore quite as much. Um, the comedies have like a rougher edge to them and they yeah. just air on TV, you know what yeah. I mean? Like dick and fart jokes. Well, the one you told me about, Catastrophe. Catastrophe, okay, Catastrophe is one of my favorites. Yeah, have I you ever it. seen Mum? No, you told me to watch that watch too. Watch Mum. Um, I have a list, Toast of London. I watched Fleabag. How'd you like Fleabag? I liked it a lot. Really good. Yeah. Fleabag. Um, I think Amazon picked Fleabag up or something. Yeah, it's right? on Amazon, yep. Um, Love Sick, which Netflix did a second season of. 
So there was a show was called the Scrotal Scrotal Recall. Yeah, they I watched the first season. It. Okay, yeah, so that's good. You know, yeah, you know they released the second season. Yeah, I, I remember hearing they rebranded it. Very good. Really? And it's not like Black Mirror. You're not okay. So I have some complaints about Black Mirror, and I was going to include it on my list. Okay, but it's like it doesn't have the same feel as the first mm-hmm. two seasons, but it's still solid. Um, no, I feel like we should talk about Black Mirror at some point. Yeah, we should. We we yeah, we should. And National Treasure. I don't know if you've heard about that. This one. It's like a mini series about a a figure. It's like a fictitious figure in London, and he gets accused of rape. And yeah. it's kind of parallels to like uh, the Bill Cosby stuff. He's a beloved figure, and he has like a comedy <sighs> partner. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about. How oh, his I life kind of unravels. Robbie Coltrane, right? Yes, yeah. man, it is so fucking good. And it sounds and I, really interesting. Yeah, I put it on. You know, it's it's available for you to watch. You should check it out. It's <laughs> it's good. out there. Yeah, it's out there in the ether. Uh, it's good. By what you mean? Go to England. Yeah, go. To- <laughs> like uh, hire. I think that's what they say over there. Hire a cable service. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for my flat. Yep. Take a lift up to my flat and hire a cable service. Yeah, but it's a it's a solid show. National Treasure is one of those shows, one of those miniseries that I was like, geez, man. I, I I a couple people suggested it to me and I was like, I don't want to see a miniseries about a rapist or or maybe a rapist. Yeah. But you're worried that if you enjoy a show about a rapist, you're gonna get put on a list. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna be on a national list. Right. So uh it's it's a really interesting show man and it's it's it worth sounds, checking out and it's kind of risky toast of london um as uh uh barry uh the guy from it crowd and um i cannot remember his name for some reason chris something um which one from it crowd the boss father uh, forget his name. his name oh the guy like dark-haired guy random denim's son <laughs> yeah but uh i forget his name but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a Toast of London kind of plays off of his arrogant mm-hmm. sort of he's like a failed actor that it's it's just I've been watching a ton of really good British stuff. Nice. I just watched a mini uh, like a one off called The Circuit, which is like a it's like a dinner party like The Invitation, except it's just awkward conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's not I'm not just seeking it out because it's British necessarily. It's just. When I look at the top shows of the year, they include a, top shows of the year. They kind of included in some of the international uh, publications, mm-hmm. blogs, and stuff like that. So, British TV, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. Just in general, I think British television is is, is like it. It can be lower brow than Married yeah. with Children, right? Right. But it also can be higher brow than like. Uh, the highest brow cable show. So yeah. it's like the fact that British, you know, free state sponsored television has this wide range yeah. of entertainment. And like you said, the fact that they treat you like adults after a certain hour, I guess they just show they treat it like a cable channel, yeah. you know? Right. So there will be jokes and references and verbiage that you just are shocked made it into a, what right. would be a regular primetime show. Absolutely. Love so Six is probably my favorite right now. I Love think Six. that British shows have Love always Six. kind of taken chances like that. Yeah. Taking a lot of chances. And I, and I, I think that... And it's usually like a short season. Yeah. It'll be three episodes or four or six or, or 12 at most, I guess. Right. Not padding it out to 22 episodes to be a network show. So I think 
that also frees you up to do something more experimental right. because you're only trying to sustain it for four to six episodes, you know, and a season doesn't come necessarily the same year at every time. It comes whenever the creator makes yeah, another one, which is <clears throat> kind of makes it sad when it's sad, <laughs> when but it's cool. Ends. Like, I think that like the Ricky Gervais office, that's cool that it was 12 episodes and a Christmas special and that was it. Yeah, and like, it looms larger in my mind in a lot of ways than the American version that had seven seasons or eight seasons of twenty episodes. Yes. You know, like I I could go back and watch each one of those. I could watch the whole run of the British Office again yeah. and enjoy it. I, there's no way in hell I'm going to watch the whole run of the American Office, even <laughs> if it's by accident. I probably yeah. won't catch some of those episodes again. But cool. No, I agree. Um, well, for my second uh, thing that I'm thankful for in 2016, and I guess I didn't really present my first one as I'm thankful for it, but I'm thankful for Laird Barron and his brilliant and confusing <laughs> book. Uh, but my second thing, um, I, I don't know, it's kind of a touchy subject, I guess, in a lot of ways, because there's an inverse of this. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I had this idea because I was watching certain shows and going to see certain films, and I was realizing there's a certain satisfaction when something kind of hits the spot. And I was realizing that I really like it when things turn out pretty much the way I wanted them to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really thankful for that. When I think, hey, you know, Doctor Strange looks like it might be pretty good. And then you go see it and you're like, it was pretty darn good. Yeah. And you feel really good. Like it puts a spring in your step. You, you know? just mean like when you're right? Well, kind of when I'm right, but <laughs> yeah. not just being right when, when when it turns out the way you expected it to. It's yeah. like, I, and I remember um, the right kind of right. A couple of times ago when we were doing this, I'd said I was thankful for like second chances on television, which is not too far away from what you're saying, Steve. Because yeah. I was saying about Ash versus Evil Dead that I was excited that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell were coming back to do this thing. Mm. And as the second season of that show kind of chugs along, and every time I watch it, I just go like, this show may be B-movie, schlock taken to the ultimate extreme, but it is exactly... When they said they were doing a show with Bruce Campbell, re, re, you know, re, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Re... What would you say? Re... Uh, you're not replaying that character. Reviving. Reviving, uh, yeah. reviving that character. Re... Re... re, re um, reviving that character. It's like, re, if you were to say, what do you think that show's going to be? I would have described the show that they have made. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's true to the spirit yeah. of the thing. They managed to keep it dark. They managed to keep it disturbing. There's gore, but it's exactly what I wanted it to be. And yeah. I to, to repeat what I said about Doctor Strange, I felt like... I wanted to see a cool spin on a superhero origin film, and they did something that almost felt retro. It was such an origin film; it almost felt like something from, from the '90s. Yeah. But it felt like its own thing, and it was cool and fun, and it paid off what I knew could be fun about that. And that was like that went just the way I wanted it to, you know. Yeah. And then we had this election, <laughs> and I realized how much I really do love it when things go the, the way that I expected them to, and when when they don't. You feel there's like a cosmic uh, kick me sign on your back or something like that. You just go, oh boy, I've got no protection against things outside of me not going the way that I expected them to. So I'd said earlier we might get to some of that stuff. I don't know if anybody has any feelings about (laughs) about recent events and whether it went the way you expected or not. No, I. How's everybody feeling right now? Confused. Confused and scared. A little scared. I mean, like I. uh, So that to to give people perspective. Uh, we're creatives and we have creatives that are their their comfort is in their art and we have gay friends we have friends that are muslim i don't know if you get i have some friends we that have that muslim. one black guy that have, shares our podcast i have yeah. a black friend yeah. did you know yeah. about that the one guy yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's all the all these 
people who have been attacked, including myself, that have been kind of attacked during the course of this run, mm-hmm. this this uh, run for president. Like all this bile coming out of this man's mouth that was yeah. directed at all these groups. And I, I kept, I've been saying to people that I feel like I'm myself and many other people I know had a had a bad case of where you're going. Surely not. Like there's no yeah, way Donald Trump can be president, even though America deserves it and has yeah. been cruising for it and has been asking for it for decades. I did not think it would happen. And when it happened, uh, I, I, yeah, my surely nots went away, and I was just yeah. like, oh, oh, it can happen, and it has happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and you want to the... do that cool Doctor Strange trick of like holding one hand out and then <laughs> and the other one, and just rewinding time, yeah. like with a shuttle. And not to mention the women, the the like the the amazing, amazingly qualified woman that ran in. And the... we had a candidate on the other side who was saying vile things about yeah. women up until yes. the moment when he won the presidency, and people still voted for that and it shows that people have a really high tolerance for sexism and racism and xenophobia and homophobia and I, 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 as as people who have really strong women in our lives to have a, a large group of people have such a visceral reaction to a woman who whose qualities would be considered strong and uh, you know, stern and... And whose crimes that she's been pilloried for over and over again. By the way, that's some wordplay, pillory. Right? Pillory for Hillary. <laughs> yeah. um, these these crimes are so, like, if she was a male politician, this would be, once again, it would be a drop in the bucket of the bullshit they've done. Yeah. I just want there not to be as much chaos as I think there will be, but there's going to be an amount... Of, there's going to be some chaos, man. I, I used to think that was all rhetoric, that stuff you were talking about, the, all yeah. the hateful language, and now that I see that oh, like crazy. we've been we've been coddling these people by calling them alt-right and not neo-Nazis and not mm. white supremacists, but I'm genuinely like... I, like I, people, I keep hearing these calls for unity. I don't know how to reach for unity with people whose viewpoint I find so disgusting and vile that they would that they would actually not just let it happen but that they would be attracted yeah you mean by... like Tila tequila oh my god oh my what I didn't even know this was like a thing somebody posted her her Twitter I'm like what is this stuff that she's she there's no way that based on the values of this group that she would exist yeah. in it that's the weirdest part about it anyway yeah anyway. So I really like it when things go the way I want them to, is my point. <laughs> Same. Better luck in four years. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. better luck. Who knows what will happen? I th- you know, I don't think they've I don't think he said anything th- yet about podcasters. <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, but my mom is in the science field and I, she's super kind of worried about his ideas about funding. Strong science. black woman working in the science field. I have to believe she's pro-Trump all the way. <laughs> she's so pro-Trump. At all. No, not at all, man. And if I ever, she ever heard me say that, she would karate chop me. But um, I think everybody's kind of on pins and needles waiting. And the closest thing... To, to- see how bad it can get, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Because it's like that give him a chance bullshit went away with every person he's talked to, every appointment he's made has been... Like, let's assure the people that were worried about me that I'm definitely someone to worry about. However, he also has, like, gone back on some of his crazier promises. So right. I really wonder how this is going to shake out for him. We'll He's see. like, he may one day be looked back on as, like, a Shakespearean-level sort of tragic figure based on the damage he can do right. by just being a yutz, by just, by just being a guy who has no substance whatsoever, yeah. you know? One of those weird caricatures in the article with, like, a, 
a weird crown on. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. Fuck. Well, my wife works for the federal government, and she said she hates the fact that every federal building she goes into, because she goes into a lot of them for her work, mm-hmm. that she's going to see a big portrait of Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. hanging. She said she's loved eight years of Obama portraits, you know. Right. Such a smooth, amazing, oh articulate dude. So anyway, yes. I... I I agree. So my um, point is, I like Ash versus Evil Dead and Doctor Strange <laughs> yeah. and those movies. Didn't mean to get all heavy. Apologize. But... Oh no, I wanted to. I felt like it would be weird if we sat down and, and no... to give thanks at this moment and didn't talk about our true feelings. And if you are a Trump supporter and you're listening to this and your heart's in the right place, a I don't understand you, but b I apologize that you had to listen to that. Yeah. Because I'm not editing it out. I'm just telling everybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it in. I think so. That is what it is. Anything man. to add, Steve? <laughs> Steve has been wringing his hands and just kind of rubbing his face. He no. looks worried. He seems, <clears throat> seems seems concerned. I don't have anything to add that you guys haven't ever said. I, I, I honestly just can't believe that it. I'm still kind of in yeah. shock and all that it really... Like the evolution of that evening right. was like something I will never forget experiencing. Yeah. That, that <clears throat> sinking you... feeling that crept to like early on, there were a few yeah. states that were yeah. supposed to go her way no, and when they didn't absolutely. go her way... And they were still in play. You just got this feeling of like, yep. And then he started racking up the numbers. Something just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything is like, he's going to get this. He's going to get that. It's like one of those things, you know, like, or at least I will look back on when I'm older and be like, I was sitting at home watching this, feeling that <clears throat> when this happened, like, how how did that happen? Yeah. I turned over to watch the Stephen Colbert live broadcast on yeah. Showtime. And it was apparent they had written a show around what everybody thought was going to happen, yep, which was right, Hillary yep. was going to win. So they had panelists coming on that were going to make light of the election, and none sure. of that could happen because of the way it went. Sure. So it's weird to think that it was kind of cathartic, but it was also really weird to witness Stephen Colbert realize oh, yeah. that Donald Trump yeah. was going to be the I've next seen president. That video. It's like you see him throughout the hour trying to like that because they had pre-written bits that they were trying to keep getting to, mm. and the pre-written bits just didn't feel right because in between they were just sitting there going, what the heck is going on, you know? He just got this, he just got that. And people couldn't be funny. Like, he had people on that were supposed to, like, let's make jokes about what a crazy campaign this has been, but no one could be funny because they were both, well, it was a woman and an African-American guy, so it was like, oh, what, no one here is, <laughs> is finding this particularly funny right now, you know? Right. I've exactly. never felt like that. I mean, even when... Just waking George... up and, like, seeing stuff, like what people are posting and... Yeah. We, I didn't used to see like... the word swastika so much in my news Yeah, what the fuck is that about? You know? You know wait, yeah, wait. Seeing them spray-painted in, in, yeah. in parks. You know, Poorly like... spray-painted, I'll add. Yeah. But we're, let's not get into their <laughs> typography skills. But, but like, apparently... they don't really know how to do this, the, the uh swastika. If you close those swastikas, you can wake a Windows 95. Well, these are the <laughs> non-college white males <laughs> probably doing oh, that. Oh, but here's What's crazy is college-educated white <laughs> males voted predominantly for Trump too. Which so, is Steve, we nuts. have you seen this thing about the white male registry that's going around? No, it's like no. <laughs> oh my god! I saw it and I was like, fair enough. It was saying based on the dangers implicit in white men, you know, like we've got to start registering them. And I was like, okay, I'm right. with that. You know, I don't think I'm a danger to society. <laughs> I don't think so. It's oh god, man. But because okay, you look at like mass shootings, mostly white dudes. You look at most rapes and murders, and like mass murders especially, mostly white dudes, and hate crimes, of course. That's like our... Steve, that's what we do bread best. Butter, yeah, that's bread like, butter. It's our bread and butter. <laughs> but no, it's scary to think that, like I said, things that I thought were just rhetoric is like it's real belief. Oh, it's And it's so out there, real. and there's nothing stopping us from becoming a nightmare unless something changes. It's very scary to yeah. know that we know people like that. Yes. yes. It's become a little very apparent. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. recently. Yeah, and it, that really upsets me. Just it does think, me too. 
very Think much. about it like this. You know, you don't need people to agree with you, but you need people who disagree with you about political issues and maybe financial, fiscal, social, whatever, yeah. to agree about basic humanity. Yeah. It's and then we've got yeah. a guy in there who has no sense of decorum and like no sense. I hate to word, use the word class because I feel like class is a word that only matters to people who don't have a lot of class. <laughs> yeah. But we've got a guy who's got no class. He has, he has no class. He's, as, as Bill Cosby once said on Fat Albert, he's like school on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no class. No cla- <laughs> I love that. That's, man. Good. That's good. What a funny rapist. <laughs> John, you, this is, you, you feeling really good today. I like I this. I drink some bourbon tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this as a person who expresses himself on a regular basis. <laughs> With no consequence besides. So, what are you thankful for in 2016, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) Quick turn. This is actually something that I feel like I want to say years ago, Ronald's Mm. probably been on this train already. He may have even thanked it on his Thanksgiving. Mm. But I actually finally came around to Spotify. Hmm. Yeah. So, maybe maybe this is my thanking you. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, basically, like uh, my cousin basically had like a family plan and was like, hey, would you like to try it? This is rigged. You guys are just trading things. Yeah, yeah, like (laughs) high five. Um, Yeah, like my cousin that I, you know, I let use my Plex server was just like, hey, man, I know you're really into music and have you ever used Spotify? Like, I got a family plan. I can give you an account, premium thing. And I fucking love it. Uh, I'm still learning it. I'm still a noob. Yeah. Hashtag noob. But. I just love how much there is in there. Like, I literally had a conversation with my brother when we were on vacation last week about all these random ass '90s pop rock yes, bands man. that, like, we found at CD shows, like little promo CDs that we bought for a dollar mm. just to find new bands to listen to in like '98, '99. And like, I made this massive list in, in in my Apple Notes application on vacation. Like, when I get home, I'm gonna find them. <laughs> either find like them online, buy them, whatever the hell. I'd say 95% of them, and I'm not done the list yet, are, wow. are on Spotify. And I just love the idea of just, like, the offline playback. I'm not trying yes. to, like, stream that shit. And I don't know. I just, I'm glad that I finally come around to it. Yeah. It kind of makes me sad because, like, you know, talking about physical media, going from physical media to digital media, but physical media that you own to digital media that you own to digital media that you just have access to. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of what Spotify is. So, like, I take great pride in my iTunes library and have, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of songs, and I've imported every CD I've owned and all this stuff. So it's kind of sad that I'm not... I haven't recently been adding to mm-hmm. the equivalent of what I would call my physical things yeah. uh, in iTunes because of... In the last three months, I've been really trying to get to know Spotify. But so far, the relationship is going very well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, dude, I just love it. It's, it's the best streaming service. I haven't messed around with Apple Music. Don't. I don't think I ever will. Don't. I mean, I've heard good things, but I've heard way better things. Um, the Daily Mix on Spotify is so fucking accurate. Really? Have you ever messed around with the Daily Mix? A little bit. Like, once or twice, but not really. Like, I think there's, like, I don't know if it's three or four days worth. It kind of updates. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'll just be listening to, like, these 90s random bands that I'm talking about. And, like, the next day, the Daily Mix will be, you know, it's so relevant. Like, yeah. it's so accurate to what I listened to the day before. That's really It's such a great, like, aggregate of that stuff. And it's things that I didn't listen to. It's things that I did, maybe. But, um, yeah, just in terms of, like, getting my access back to music... I, I 
I'm a big fan. Like I, I literally in my car, I still pay to have the the XM subscription because mm-hmm. I hate listening to radio, like the the real radio. Yeah. So I like listen to Sirius XM, and I have. Isn't those. it weird that like now that's like getting some kind of radioactive goop on you if you actually have to listen to <laughs> <laughs> terrestrial radio? <laughs> oh God! Yeah. To me, I can't. Like when we get in Aaron's car, she doesn't have anything fancy in her car. She's listening to the radio. I'm just like, oh God, yeah. <laughs> turn this shit off. Put a CD in. I can't stand it. But even going, like, listening to Sirius at XM, like, where I have my favorite stations program that I only listen to, like, now I got the, like, option to throw Spotify up and, like, have these albums that I love or, like, these daily mixes that I think are so good. Um, But, yeah, man, I'm I'm digging it quite a bit. It's been, been like, a little bit of a, like, revitalization for me with... um, regularly listening to listening to music right which i kind of feel like i got away from a little bit so it's it's been a good experience that's good yeah it's in the tradition i think we've we've you've given a shout out to netflix even though you didn't want to (laughs) and you gave a shout out to plex yeah anything like tech or like serving information so yes well i was trying to think of the tech piece this year that i like i love and like obviously i still am obsessed with plex and love plex yeah yeah but spotify was like the one thing i feel like i had yet to really embrace Mm mm-hmm in in terms of like the media yeah. aspect of my life, and, I, and yeah, so got to give it the attention it deserves, yeah. man. So I guess I have the uh, your, my, your final thanks, final, your final schmanks. Oh, yeah, okay, so wow. Every once in a while, you get an actor that comes along that fucking moves you, man. Mm-hmm. And Mahershala Ali. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Kevin James. <laughs> Mahershala Ali is... He knew that I had that. He had a a backup. You talk about 2016? (laughs) Kevin James with his his TV show and his Netflix, his newly released Netflix movie? Oh, I guess that is. Yeah. Um, But Mahershala Ali... No, it's cool, man. Um, Just becoming one of those actors that just comes through Cottonmouth and... Luke Cage, his character in Hunger Games. He's one of the best year. things about House of Cards, which it's is an iffy show to me, but yeah. I've always liked his character. Remy. Remy. Yeah. Um, and He's got an energy, like a vibe. Yeah. It's not too far off from like Idris Elba's, like, there's a chill, there's like a calm. Right, right, that right. Radiate, like, that radiates intelligence. Yeah, no, yeah. he's a really cool actor. Very good. I haven't seen Moonlight yet, but he's supposed to be okay, amazing. Moonlight is so good. And uh, him is Cottonmouth. So I'd say recently, Cottonmouth and Luke Cage... And uh, his role, Juan, and and Moonlight have been this fuel. Like it's just re- a twenty four is my favorite studio. Isn't it, neat, isn't it kind of neat when an actor arrives though? When you see yes. somebody like hit that point like where like two or three roles up, yeah. start to come out, and you just think, okay, that's got to be awesome yeah. for that actor. Like right now, he's a. I don't know, like it's a tricky name, so I don't know if it'll become a household name right away. <laughs> but if he keeps doing really good work, people, yeah. it's like Chiwetel Ejiofor. People yeah. will figure out how to fucking pronounce it. It's <laughs> like Idris, man. I think the people are like, Ugh. yeah. And now it's like people say it with no Idris or Idris, Idris whatever it is. Not people only that, but try. people are thinking it's really cool. Like he's got that Dark Tower series coming. Yeah, it's cool that he's got a franchise character big i don't know i think people have been rooting for idris elba to have like a a tentpole type yeah, series yeah, for a long time it'll be cool it's, called, it's called james bond yeah. <laughs> did you hear him though he said he thought he was yeah, too old to yeah, do it and i, I was like I, I believe him like even though it's hard to think of idris elba as old but yeah now he's frequently been like the most interesting thing but what's his name again the mahershala, mahershala ali mahershala ali okay so good see you teach me how to say so many things <laughs> you know what i listened to like 10 interviews with him and I just, I don't know, man. He's, he's, 
it's just the beginning, and it's nice to see. What's the name of the little girl from uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild? Oh, Jesus Christ. Southern okay. Wallace? Kavash? Kavanzane? Something like that. I nope. shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our wheelhouse. No, I have no idea how to pronounce her name. She was in Annie, though. Yeah. Which was fucking terrible, Poops. but she was great in it. Huh? I said that was poops. Yeah, poops. it was so bad. Yeah. Wasn't Jamie Foxx's Daddy Warbucks? Yeah. His new commercials that he's doing are just intolerable. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah. Or do you watch commercials? So the phone... Have you managed to avoid commercials? <laughs> you know, a lot of people do now. So it's... here's how I watch commercials. I still see them from time to time. I have I have Google Red, and I don't have commercials. Stop bragging. I don't have commercials. But when I go over someone's house and they're trying to show me something on YouTube and a commercial comes up yeah. and I want to choke I don't them. have time yeah. for that. That's when you murder your friend, fake your own death, and leave town. Fuck these. <laughs> I, I had to sit through a 30-second ad recently. I don't know what it was I was wanting to see so bad. Right. But I was just sitting there thinking, like, this is intolerable. Like, this it's, is literally, yeah. like, I, you know... And it's starting to do localized There's plenty of time to think of, like, making life changes yeah. when that happens. Localized commercials on YouTube are so scary to me. <laughs> Have you seen those? How yeah. do you mean? Where they're like, come on down, comes Chevy. Chevy, <laughs> get your car. <laughs> it's just, how is this a commercial, a local commercial? Now, that guy definitely it, voted for Trump. Didn't <laughs> yeah. People are hearing Ronald say Coons Chevy, and they think that he was making some kind of weird racial reference. No. no here, locally, we do have a Coons Chevy. <laughs> it's weird that I grew up in Alabama, and we never had a Coons. Right. And we came up here, and I was just like, do they know? That sounds, they, that that sounds, sounds crazy. That sounds worse than just a name. <laughs> terrible, yeah. terrible. But yeah, localized commercials in YouTube, which yeah. makes it. Very apparent that they're watching us. Yeah, they're watching us. So, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Yeah. I think I might have it down now. Mahershala. Cool. I like Mahershala. that guy, so I'm glad to have it down. I'm a fan. Um, the the last thing I have to be thankful for. The last thing I have to be thankful for this year. <laughs> the It's all dog shit sandwiches. Um, is uh, collaboration. I, this year was a big year for me with projects that had been taking a long time. For various reasons, and usually that's because they involve other people, <laughs> you know. But like, it, it was a cool year for me to realize how often, you know, I work down here mm -hmm. in my basement. I do a lot of like recording and 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 audio editing that is done not seeing another person, or at least I don't have to. And this year, um, there was a musical project where uh, some friends of mine and I have kind of cooked up this stuff that people should be hearing really soon that I think is sounding really great, and that cool. was totally based on. Not just what happened this year, but what happened in the years leading up to that with me sending songs to these people and getting kind of feedback on what kind of songs that, you know, like, so we finally arrived at some material we wanted to work on it. We started working on it and it started to show fruition and I'm really excited about it. And also this year I had a, um, a web series that a friend of mine was doing or friends of mine were doing uh, called Pop Suck at Theater and I did the score for that. And that finally happened. Like, they've been working wow. on it for years, and I was doing this part of it that was kind of, like, separate from everybody else. Again, toiling in, in obscurity and loneliness, but, like, doing this thing and then getting to see the... the just, it's when it... As a control freak, it's great when mm -hmm. other people's aesthetics don't, like, don't wreck what right. you thought was happening. And that kind of collaboration, I don't know, it's, it's really... It's been a good year for that. So it's, it's like, it, the stuff has been coming out in trickles. Yeah. But I feel like it's great when those things you've been talking about and saying, oh, I've been working on this and we've been doing this, when it finally starts happening and definitely. people can actually experience it, it's so exciting and so fun. And I think definitely I'm lumping this podcast in with that. 
like I think having this outlet is something we've talked about it in the past how much we look forward to it. But yeah. I think that this year, you know, the, with the network change that we recently had to deal with and with just some of the scheduling things, just getting the time to do this. Yeah. It's like the fact that it really is this mutual effort and everybody's doing their part and people don't see behind the scenes, but we have like the little section that we do and then we trust the other guys to do the thing that they're going to do. Yeah. And I think finding that kind of trust and finding that kind of enjoyment in the process can be kind of rare for a for a solitary control freak like myself. So this year yeah. I was really thankful for not just collaboration, but what collaboration brought me in terms of just the pure pleasure of it and what it makes me think about with the future and maybe related to something we were talking about a little while ago, but that I think that collaboration is the key to our sanity going forward. It really is. It really is. Um, I kind of have a similar situation. Like I've you, you do a bunch of stuff, I, sh I shot a pilot for something. I've been doing a lot of weird stuff. <clears throat> Little projects that feel like, is this really worth my time when it's happening? But then as you see it accumulate, you start to go, oh yeah. shit, yeah. And and it is partially because other people are working just as hard. Yeah. And that's so inspiring. To get to, I, you know what, it, I was thinking about everything it took, it takes for us to like, when we first started Movie Shmovie, how it was just like, we managed everything ourselves and then it, it just kind of comes full circle. Mm -hmm. You just to, decide you're going to do it, and yeah. then you realize no one's stopping you, and then you do it. And the fact that we put in the effort that we do means that we we equally love it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it, you know, our the roles change from time to time where somebody's putting in something and and contributing something, and then we have to do research. We ask each other the same question fifty times mm -hmm. just to be sure <laughs> that everybody's on the same page. But I I work in IT, and sometimes I realize that like sometimes. I could be looking at a glass and someone thinks the word glass means tire. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? And figuring out what everybody, you know, right. thinks is a tire. You think you're talking about the same you thing. You think and you're talking you find about the same thing and, yeah. and you have no idea. And it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with intelligence. It's just the way we take in information. It's mm -hmm. just, I have had experiences with this sort of thing and you have had experience with this sort of thing and you, and then we just kind of come together. And the fact that, through all this communication, we've we've accomplished a transition to yeah. independence again. Well, when we when we found out that Thundergrunt was no more, yeah. there was this little moment of panic, but there was no moment of like, yeah, like we like... we still knew we were doing this episode and we were going to try to get it out on time right. and that kind of thing. I just loved that. I just love the fact that this has become. I mean, it's similar yeah. to a band in that way, yeah. in that people are going to pick up the slack and it's going to roll forward. What's even crazier is we 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 could have not told that story and nobody would have known right which is even crazier to me the fact that there's like a seamlessness to kind of the transition that we're going through too like at least that we try to achieve at least that we try to achieve yeah there's not like, like before remember there was a time where like we our feed messed oh, up oh yeah this is like the third or fourth time that this podcast has had to rebound oh my god there was that time where it was just like dead the feed was just gone for a second <laughs> just extreme panic but yeah but it, it's related to that idea of collaboration the fact that we just sometimes for just moral support sometimes mm -hmm. just to be like fuck it out you know it's it's pretty amazing that we're a hundred something episodes in still doing 175 it. to be 175 exact. i plan on doing 175 more with you guys and you gotta, i love you doing you guys want to do those next week and just bank them <laughs> yeah this is bank 20 <laughs> just one word podcast <laughs> <laughs> so yeah all I, right I steve agree. my final bring us home thing to be thankful for 
something that I've really this year in the last year uh, I've come to appreciate value become obsessed with and um, look forward to greatly mm. is just the idea of traveling oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know you have some coming up uh, thanks to you yeah oh, thank you um, <laughs> so yeah I mean like I've always, I've always like gone places like domestically, like on the coast. Like I never really considered myself much of a traveler, but I love going on vacations. Really, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but in the past year since I got married, and up until this point, I've uh, I've traveled more than I ever have in my life um, to countries to you know that I never thought I'd go to. Um, I've gone to um, the Dominican Republic, to Bahamas, to Iceland, to Ireland, and that's insane to me. Um, so to be able to have a job where I have good vacation time is something I've, I've, I'm really thankful for, but just the idea of, um, being able to travel, you know, uh, is something that it it feels amazing. And I know, I know more people would love to, and I'm thankful that I'm able to, and that me and my wife have been able to, or my friends that I've gone away with have been able to, or my family, but God, man, it, there's, there's very few things that like bring me joy, like, uh, going to these places that I've gone in the last year and the ability to be able to like kind of mix it up and, and just the scenery and to be able to really uh, dial into something, you know, when you can go away for a week or so at a time to a beach or to, um, you know, the countryside in Ireland or to a glacier in Iceland or or whatever it might be. It's just insane to me how much I've been able to do that this year and you know whatever the next couple of years hold for me or me and my wife or any of me of my family anything like that, <clears throat> the travel bug has, or any of your friends you might want to take friends, with you, yeah, that <laughs> might want to come along. Yeah. You know that that bug is like definitely it's something that I've always wanted to do, and I'm really happy that I've been able to do it so much in this last year, and uh, I feel very fortunate for having been able to do it, and it's only made me want to do more. Mm. So, you know, these bucket list things I've always talked about going to, like, they're a lot more real now, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, not as scary. Like, I hate flying, and so, like, that's probably been one of the walls yeah. that I've been able uh, to sort of chip away at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm up to, like, a six-hour flight now. <laughs> so, you know, to get to my, you know... I thought you were going to say, like, now that I have a supersonic submarine. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, teleporting would be nice, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe James Cameron has an in with that. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, you know, my, my ultimate things, you know, like Australia, New Zealand, and, uh, you know, things like that that are forever and a day away, literally. Yeah. And uh, I'm getting to it, and I'm going to do it. And, like, yeah. you know, those things are so much more achievable to me now, and they're real, and they will they will get gotten. Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing to be able to experience what I've been able to do in the last year travel-wise. And uh, like I said, to be able to go with friends and family and with my wife. It's just amazing. And I'm super thankful for that. And uh, it's something that I can't wait to do more of. It's crazy the way it works when you travel and you just go to the place and you're just there and you're experiencing it. And you're like... All I had to do was come here, and I'm Seriously, here. Seriously, you're yeah. so. And it's right. like that may sound so simple, yeah. but yeah. it's the weirdest thing. And it's like sometimes it's great to know. Oh, all I have. To, oh, that was only a seven-hour drive. Yeah, we can do this. I always have to like yeah. tell myself we can do this anytime yeah. we want. You know, even though you're, it's not quite right. true. Yeah. yeah. But I like to know how possible it is. And when you're going across the world, yeah. it's different. But it's the same kind of thing. If you're there and you realize like this is a place that's here for me. Anytime I can make it here, yeah. I don't know. That's just it. It is kind of mind blowing, and it can kind of like. 
I mean, it's hard not to have your mind broadened by those experiences, you know? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like a lot of it has to do with how possible it is to do it in terms of like um, the access to making vacations happen. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you used to have to, um, big things like that. You'd used to go through like travel agents. And unfortunately, like for people that profession, it's kind of gone away. Yeah. It's they're 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 not as prevalent as they used to be. It gets a lot of online stuff and it's it's in your hands now. Mm-hmm. And being as hands on and like and controlling as I am with situations like being able to make these vacations happen in literally an hour on the Internet is yeah. insane. It is, man. and to find how yeah much... to go from like yeah we're thinking about going to Iceland and then to be like uh, honey I think I've booked our flight yeah <laughs> like here's when it's we're going to be there and what yeah. here's the day it's 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 happening it's like it's not refundable like pulling it's the trigger yeah. yeah there's nobody stopping you from pulling the trigger once yeah. you have the plan right it's amazing yeah. and um you know and even talking to you about like how easy it was for us to go to Iceland and now you're talking about going to, to London and it's like happening yeah and it happened in front of me so yeah. his wife my girlfriend talking two different people. Two different yeah, people. Yeah. Both don't, named Aaron. Yeah. Don't get confused. Both named Aaron. If you've been listening and you've heard them both refer to Aaron <laughs> in a very intimate way. Not my wife and his yes. girlfriend. All, right. all she had to say was... It's, it's like, is that like one of those places where the comma makes the difference? <laughs> the comma, yeah. 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 All the difference in the world. All, all she said to my girlfriend was, it's cheaper to go to this place first. Yeah. I saw something happen in her brain and I'm like, fuck. We're going somewhere. But, okay, so this all dates back. All the travel stuff, this is pretty important for me, too, because my mom grew up extremely poor, right? So when she got to a place where she could get us places, she tried very hard. Yeah. London was the first place that I went to where I was like, I drove I drove us to Toronto. You drove to London? Yeah. I drove, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing because I hate this flight. That, Ronald, that I'm telling you, you're burying the lead here. <laughs> Do you driving. have a supercar? <laughs> I want one of those. Those cars that could go in the water. Um, but yeah, it's the, I drove to Toronto and that was the first time I was in control of yeah. going to I was 24 25 driving my family up yeah and we got to another country yeah. and I was like I can my mom did this for me I can do this for myself yeah I went to the Bahamas by myself by myself like nobody else and I just stayed there yeah it's like fuck yeah. and then I found somebody I can travel with yeah and traveling is yeah I I agree man it's it's a it's a life changer, because it's good to know that there's something outside of the world you know. Because it, people... it, it's great to have that too, yeah, like that yeah. reality check yeah. of like this isn't it. As busy as life is, I don't yeah. know you go on vacations too. Like mm-hmm. you and Henry went away this summer. Like it's amazing, just like that that like you know the mental re- refresh. You yeah, get. yeah, yeah. Achieving the getaway, yes. What it does to your spirit is oh, amazing. Man, for yeah. sure, it's insane. It and when you can and when you can do that. In a place that you never thought you'd ever be. Mm-hmm. I mean, what have you, you? You've succeeded at life in yeah. many ways, mm-hmm. and I feel that way this year. So it's been, it's been awesome, man. Yeah. Also, very fun fact. Sometimes it's cheaper for you to travel internationally than it is for you to travel to like Florida. It's crazy, but which true. I didn't even think was a real thing. I didn't think it was a real thing. Yeah. I didn't think it was a real thing until it happened. Until I was like booking, a, we we're like booking this flight. So my goal is in March to go see the Harry Potter play. Oh right, that's awesome. So expensive. Oh, that man. is really cool. So if you can buy it when the ticket is on sale, mm-hmm. so cheap, like eighty dollars to if. see both parts. Big, Big if. if. But if not, you're paying like five hundred dollars for a ticket, and that's the cheapest. Wow. 
So we've been trying to go through this ticket lottery and get See, it. I can't accept this yet. Like between Harry Potter and Hamilton. And Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. it's, it's like there's things I want to do, but I'm like, I'm not a $1,000 ticket no, guy. I just am never going to no, be that guy. There's no way. So I, I hope know. you get tickets to that, man. I hope, I hope so you too. do. I hope you do. Really, if you're there and can experience it, I'm yeah. sure it's. I'm amazing. lucky. I have a friend. I have a friend that I did stand up with. That's gonna be that lives in London, and we're, hopefully, I can I can see him get a meal. The Airbnb stuff is like we're, we're finding. Some so, places. are you gonna say see him, comma get a meal, or are you saying <laughs> see him get a meal? Like you're watch gonna him sit eat. down and watch him. Eat. Watch him. They have nice curries over there. I'm sure you could sit down and he'll eat a nice curry in front of you. I'll just watch him through a big wi- window. I'm not even going to say hi to him. I'm just going to watch him. Yeah, right. Just watch him. the window while you're waiting in line for the Harry Potter lottery. Right. <laughs> Which I'll never get tickets to. I just I think I'm just going to ask people after they get out how it is. <laughs> Experience it through them. How how was it? They, they have the most... Describe re- how it opened. Yeah, <laughs> Please. Oh, okay, Thank okay, you. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> The ticket system is ridiculous. It's like this uh, this line system, and there's like this little man that's walking across. It's like, once this man gets across the screen, you'll be at the end of the queue. You, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird, man. Well, I hope you get it. Thanks, man. Fingers I hope that man makes it to the other hope, side of the I'll, screen. And then I can get into line. Yeah. So yeah, and then you can get into line. And then I can get into line. For the honor of standing in line and waiting for a chance. Jesus, man. So, yeah, I, that's amazing, man. I'm glad that you've experienced it. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's nothing like looking at a volcano. I know that sounds... Of all the things I've done in my life, just looking at a volcano. Same. There were, we looked at one in Iceland. And it was yeah. pretty absurd. And I was getting in, in a lagoon. Yeah. Getting in a natural, hot lagoon. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, I, <laughs> you know, like, what? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't do that. But yeah, I do. Yeah. Now. So when somebody it. tells me they're gonna like go to Miami for spring break, you're like, well, why don't you just go to like the Bahamas? Yeah, just do something else. Yeah, I I I feel slightly like pretentious like that a little bit now. Nah, I get it. It's not pretentious. It's not being it. pretentious, but it's like now that I've tasted it, yeah. it's like, I mean, I'll still go to Orlando. We talked about. I just went yeah. to Disney. Yeah, and you're like those. These are, there's still places that I love. He'll still slum. Yeah, suck it up. Totally get it. But I mean, man. it's just it, it's just kind of like it's just. It's definitely forced me to be like, what's the thing that you would first think of doing? Find the second thing that's like yeah. challenging or mm. or further away or, yeah. you know, that off the beaten path kind of thing, you yeah. know, like that's like, yeah, that sounds cool. I want to go to a place where I have to get a shot to go. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. My goal, man. I think stick. I'm going to go someplace like Middle East, Africa, something like that. <laughs> that's my next yeah. thing in my head after London. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's good talking about this. So that's man. a lot of things to be thankful for. Yes, it was. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good thing. Good year. And no food items this no year. No food items. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get away. I need to lose some weight, so yeah. I'm not going to thank any <laughs> right. food this year. Oh, I hear you, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> feeling the same way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it for Schmanksgiving. Make America Schmank again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got it down, John. To circle back to what we talked about at the top was, um, you know, with the changes going on with our our podcast. Hosting any of that good stuff. However, you find found this episode, kudos to you. If you are having any issues, if you're streaming this online and, and it's not working in your podcast app or however you normally get it, and you found us a different way, uh, like again, congratulations and thank you. <laughs> but it, you know, you may you may need to just go back to whatever service you use and like research for it and, yeah. and resubscribe if, if need be. We've done everything in our power to 
make it as seamless as possible for anybody that's already subscribed through iTunes or any of the services that you shouldn't see any disruption. But if you follow us on Facebook or Twitter or anything and found out and listened to it on our new site, which is hosted through Podbean, um, you know, it's great that you're listening to us, but just go back to what is more comfortable for you and just search for us, resubscribe. If, it, if it's not working, we're sorry. We've done everything we can. But um, that said, we've, we've mentioned a lot recently that the MovieSchmovie.com site <clears throat> was going to our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That is now going to our new site, our new mm-hmm. blog, our new place that you can go to always get the episodes when we when we release it. There's players on the page that you can embed. You can download the files right from the page. Yep. Um, it's just another way for us to kind of consolidate as much as possible. Yep. Um, so moviesmovie.com is what you want to hit up, you know, and, and on that page, we'll also have the links to um, our social sites if you want to hit up Facebook or Twitter, um, as well as the, the podcast services that we know, um, you know, that we're present in. Uh, so you can resubscribe if you need to. The way it's looking currently as we're recording this, everything looks to be updating pretty well. Cool. Yeah. And it doesn't look like anything is broken. I've done quite a bit of testing with Ronald and John, and, yeah. and it looks pretty good. Aaron checked like when we were in the movies instantly. Yeah. Just the logo uh, yeah. change, it, everything. It's looking changed. very good, but in, yeah. in advance, by the time <laughs> yeah. this comes out, if anything changes, because with movie schmovie, it always does. Yes. Yeah. I feel like with our ups Roll and with downs. us. Roll with us and just do a little work if it's not working. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and let us know. No, if it's something's not looking right, you know, moviesmovie uh, at gmail.com, like Ronald said, is our email address earlier. Um, if you see something that's broken or doesn't look right or the art's wrong, I mean, we want feedback so that we can kind of make this as clean as possible. Because yeah. from this point forward, um, our goal is to really consolidate, manage, and, and put out the best possible version of this that we can. Absolutely. From this point until episode 350 that Ronald said we're Yeah, right. At that to. point, you're just going to turn around and walk out of the Yeah, room. at that point, I'm just, we're going to just <laughs> knock the mics over and we're out. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's exciting. Just want to make sure that notes at the end of this episode, in case there are any issues... Uh, let us know, but hopefully we don't hear from you for that. <laughs> yes, hopefully so. Hopefully you don't bother us. It's busy. Yeah. Uh, but do go out and see a lot of new movies because we're going to be back in a couple of weeks to talk about the fall. We're going to kind of look back on the last couple of months of films. And I feel like there have been a couple of really interesting movies to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to do yeah. some catch-up, I think. So. I need a lot of catch-up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This, like, next week, this holiday weekend, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to definitely have a couple triple-header days at the movie theater. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. Catch-up, man. I mean... That's pretty incredible. One of the first things we ever did when we started dating, Aaron and I, like we did a triple header at no, White Marsh. Was this Marsh. Ronald's girlfriend? No, Aaron? my Aaron. Oh, okay. Your wife. Yeah, okay. my, 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 my Aaron, my wife, uh, was like a triple header my at White Marsh. <laughs> my wife. I like. Um, was a triple header, and like we haven't done it in a while, so really? it'll be fun to do that. I hope we can make it through it and she doesn't fall asleep, but we'll mm. see. They're going to go see Trolls three times. <laughs> trolls! I like trolls. Oh my god, Everyone I love trolls, trolls, man. What the What's fuck? weird is that kids aren't as interested in trolls as they I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I cried during I think trolls. It's bad marketing I was very close. It was but during so... True Colors. Yeah. Was it, yeah. Oh man. But it, it has me. to be bad marketing that like I have an eight and a half year old that's not interested in it. The first I, I, I have to keep telling him like yeah. no, it's supposed to be good, buddy. I've heard from several adults that I try like I'm actually yeah. saying I want to see this movie that it's a weird it's a weird me. you're right. The market it's a weird movie yeah. to mark like it's tapping into like why to make a troll movie. But I, seeing it the way I saw it, and I mean, I liked it. Right. Music's fun. So that and more in two weeks. Yeah, so we'll talk good. about a lot of stuff in two <laughs> yeah. weeks. Uh, but yeah, again, moviesmovie.com. Thanks for hanging in there with us through this transition. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hope everybody has a happy holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Eat lots. Sleep even more. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll check in with you in a couple weeks. 
as always, you made our day. Bye.